The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. Wake up, everyone. It's time for the Steve Noble Show, where biblical Christianity meets the everyday issues of life in your home, at work, and even in politics. Steve is an ordinary man who believes in an extraordinary God. And on his show, there's plenty of grace and lots of truth, but no sacred cows. Call Steve now at 866-34-TRUTH. That's 866-34-TRUTH. Or check him out online at thestevenobleshow.com. And now, here's your host, Steve Noble. Well, tis the season. I've been uh, wrapping up the semester with my students and telling them, hey, pay attention to what's going on this summer. Because it very well could affect the rest of your lives. And of course, they look at me not necessarily following along. But then telling them, hey, we're getting into primary season, we're getting into election season, and by the time you go back to school in August, it's going to be five by five all over the place. And so you should be paying attention. You might think that it's early, but it's it's never really early, especially when it comes to Congress, if you recall. Uh, Members of the House of Representatives, every single one of them, all 435, are up for re-election. Every two years, that was by design. The Founding Fathers wanted them closer to us. Versus the Senate, which is only a third every every two years, because uh, the Senate's more like the if you've ever heard the teacup and the uh, and the saucer example, the teacup is where stuff spills out. That's the House. Things get a little more rowdy there. Uh, and the stability, uh, so to speak, comes from the Senate side. That's the saucer. So the teacup sits on top of the saucer. And that's why we have two uh, houses in the legislative branch of the government. And so it's very important. And I love uh, talking about Congress because we can get to them uh, a lot faster than we can to our senators. We elect a senator. We got to wait six years. We elect a member of the House and we can get to you in two years, which is a good thing. Uh, today, my good friend uh, Fred Von Cannon back in the house uh, with an exciting announcement. It's been interesting, Fred. Welcome back to see what uh, the Lord may lead you to do here. But looks like you landed on a decision, to say the least. Welcome back. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. Yeah, we've uh, uh, we've been praying about this and doing a lot of due diligence uh, for months and months and uh, feel very, very uh, sure that this is the where the Lord's calling us. And we uh, we look forward to it. Uh, big announcement tonight. And uh you get the first uh, crack of it on radio, so, uh, <laughs> which I appreciate as always. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. be out at uh, our favorite place, which is Prime Barbecue out there in Nightdale. Yeah. And fortunately, you're going to be outside. Yeah, because you got, you got a oh large goodness, group yeah. of people coming. Yeah, we thought we were going to get maybe a hundred to at a stretch, maybe two hundred. We've got almost four hundred people registered. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we're going to do it outside. So awesome. Yeah, outside. Uh, um, so, which is awesome because oh, yeah. uh, we've got a great outdoor space, mm-hmm. but it's also awesome because we've got great weather. Yeah, it's beautiful <laughs> so, outside. Yeah. I was just sitting outside yeah. uh, before you arrived, just enjoying the weather. Uh, okay, wh- why Congress? I, you know, we've had you in here before and uh, watched the Lord working in your life and moving you in a certain direction with politics as a, as a successful businessman, but with a heart for politics. And uh, but, but, but prayer and landing on Congress why Congress? And then what, remind us of which district this is so people know uh, if they're a part of what's going to be your constituency sure. uh, at the end of next year. Well, the, and that's kind of the caveat here. The districts are set. I'll use air quotes there, uh, but they will be redistricted. We don't think that's going to change a lot. That's kind of the conventional wisdom. And right now it includes 17 counties, um, the largest geographical uh, district in in the state. So. 
You know, I, I don't think there's any doubt uh, that our country is in trouble, it's in decline, and, and, and my premise is that we got here in large part because we've elected way too many grifters and career politicians, mm -hmm. and, uh, and symptomatic of that is that they're there to serve themselves. They, it's, it's a selfish instead of selfless way they've done it, and so they get up there and try to figure out how they can make money for themselves, how they can get power for themselves, and you see it all the time. You see people go up with nothing and, and retire yeah. you know, yeah. with tens of millions of dollars. They're like, how does that work? That's not how it should work. So um, we need in Washington people that are there to serve instead of being served. We need people with principle. We need people to stand up and do the right thing for the right reasons and not there for the attention and the, and yeah. the power yeah. and, and all the rest of it. And so, um, you know, that's, that's kind of how our, that's how we are. That's, that's who I think that our family is. We, we find ourselves serving, whether it's in the pro-life uh, space and mm -hmm. in the, in the um, marriage ministry, we just love people, we serve people, and, and you know, I think it, it, a lot of it just comes from how people were raised, what their values are. Yeah. Um, Which we'll know. talk about. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've probably shared some of this with you. I mean, my, my background is pretty unique. There's poor, and then there's dirt poor. Yeah, and then, there's, then there was us, and uh, so... Uh, every time I hear people talk about how poor they grew up, I, I uh, that's cute. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, we literally had nothing, yeah. nothing. And, um, I mean, it's it's hard to describe and it's hard to even kind of fathom it as I think back on it. And uh, n no birthday parties, no Christmas. We just worked. We worked and we rode the school bus an hour and, you know, dirt roads to get to school. Same clothes every day. Same clothes every day, yeah. And, um yeah, I, my first time I ever saw a doctor was in uh, high school for a football physical. Wow, first time I ever saw man. a dentist was in boot camp. My first toothbrush was in boot camp. I mean, we just, you know, we, we had nothing growing yeah, up. Yeah. And so I don't wish that on anyone. But no. what, what it did was it, it puts things in perspective. It allows a, a completely different perspective than, mm -hmm. than what uh, most people have. And so, so I think we need people that have um, a a um, selfless uh, reason to be up there, a citizen legislator like the the founding fathers envisioned, and that's 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 why I want to be there. We've got um, you know, <laughs> you've watched this debt ceiling yeah. thing, you've oh, watched yeah. all this stuff. So our economy, you, you can't print and spend trillions mm -hmm. of dollars and not have it have a have an effect, and it has an effect, and it's affecting everybody uh, with higher inflation. Recession is coming, and. And and the poor are the ones that uh, are the most affected that's by right. it and the least able to withstand it, and that's just heartbreaking. But it is reversible. We just have to get the right people up there that right. will stand firm and do the right thing. Yeah, and that's and, and that's just, the key. and just say no to spending. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, because we've got spending addicts that are oh, in Congress, and and it's not necessarily unique to the Democrat Party. No, that's, oh no, they're both clear. they're yeah. all to blame on that. Yeah. Just about all of them are to blame. Yeah. You mentioned the word uh, perspective, and that's the one of the things that I appreciate about your past is that you have something that a lot of Americans don't have, which is perspective. And somebody that, uh, listen, we've got enough personalities, we have enough pundits, we have enough posers, we've got enough all of that stuff. Uh, we need serious people. We mm -hmm. need serious men and women in Washington, D.C., and we paid the price for electing uh, people in the past that, that might be a uh, sparkly, uh, enigmatic, exciting personality, but, but I don't give a rip. Right. If you can't do the job. And That's these right. are serious times, which demand serious people, which is why we're talking to Fred Von Cannon. What's the congressional district again? 
Uh, right now it's called two. It's been one. <laughs> right now. Uh, we'll see yeah. what it ends up in. Uh, but right Eastern North Carolina, we'll talk about that. VoteVonCannon.com is the web. We can help you at IgniteAmerica.com. I've been waiting on a war since I was young. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, the Steve Noble Show, here today with Fred Von Cannon, who's running for Congress, uh, eastern part of North Carolina. What's District 1? Might be District 2. We'll see when they land. Uh, that's been an interesting problem here in, in uh, North Carolina the last couple of years. Our favorite hobby. But uh, but they did uh, win the lawsuit with uh, gerrymandering and then being able to stay with the districts that the Republicans drew. So that's good. This yeah. will all land here. Yeah, we'll see what the, Supreme, in the near future. U.S. Supreme Court says, but I think that's a given. Yeah, and then uh, next year, interestingly enough, Fred, when uh, people in your district go out and vote for you, they'll actually have to present an ID. What a novel Can concept. you imagine that? Five years in the making. This is the... <laughs> <laughs> the, the Democrats, man, just sue, sue, sue. And, and, and you can't honestly blame them because they're effective with it. And oh, yeah. so yeah. five years they got to, to vote in North Carolina after a constitutional amendment passed by a strong majority of mm-hmm. voters. You know, this isn't in, just in the GA. This right. was, they put it to the ballot. So finally we'll get it. Even this year, the municipal elections that are happening this year, you're going to have to show ID. The, the I love state it. board of elections said we'll ramp it up this year. I think that's a good call so they can kind of test some things yeah. for next year. and get it figured out, which we're yeah. uh, grateful for that. Yeah. But uh, Fred is running for Congress and has been in here uh, several times, and we're excited to support you and get behind you and watch what the Lord is going to do here. Uh, what, was there any particular – obviously Congress is different than a state-level representative job, uh, obviously, but – from an issue standpoint, Fred, were there some particular things going on in the last couple of years under the Biden administration and what we've seen happening in uh, Congress, specifically in the House, that was just kind of a boilerplate underneath you? Well, yeah, I mean, there's uh, I think the economy that certainly affects everybody. It's um, it's one of those things that uh, it's a self-inflicted wound. We can fix this. We just need the right people up there. And so that's that's one of the big ones, because, again, that's just universal. I think it, uh, you hear Vivek Ramaswamy running mm-hmm. for president. You hear him talking about we can kind of grow ourselves out of this. We can get to 4 or 5% GDP growth. I, I, maybe. I, we can certainly get positive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we can get back to 3 or 4%, and that will certainly help. But there has to be a concerted effort of people who are willing to say no to more taxes right. and more spending. That's right. And that's at the end of the day, that's that's the biggest thing. Obviously, the border is a, is a big thing. Uh, it's not just, as it's been the argument for decades, honestly, that you've got these illegal immigrants coming in, illegal aliens, and we don't know where they are. We don't know who they are. We've got millions a millions. year coming yep. in. It's unsustainable. Two to four million in the, the, the 12-month period that it's, we're in right yeah, now. Yeah, the, the fiscal year 2022, I think I got it in my uh, remarks tonight, 2.7 million or something in a year. That's You can't... Be, you can't sustain that. No. But that's no longer the maybe even the biggest issue. You've got human trafficking, child trafficking. Mm-hmm. You, you hear some of the stories that are happening to these girls coming across. If that doesn't make you just want to stop and say, we've got to close this border if for that reason. And yeah. this is all Biden's border right now. It's mm-hmm. wide open. He owns it. And then now the leading cause of death from 18 to 45-year-olds, fentanyl. fentanyl. And so that's where it's coming from. Yeah. So it's not even just the illegal immigration, which needs to be addressed, has to be addressed, but now there's other things. There have been 98, I think, people on the terrorist watch watch list list that have been uh, encountered at the border in between checkpoints. 
and so how many didn't? How many right, got away? Those are just the ones they actually got. Right. Let's, so let's say it's year. a similar number of gotaways. You've got 100 terrorists, and this is just since September. This is FY23. This yeah. is just since September, yep. or October 1st, actually. So in, like, what, six months, seven months, you've got al- almost 100 that we've encountered. How many have we not? How many terrorists did it take to take down, you know? Oh, the, 19. Right? And, and this is, yeah, you've got... N- National sovereignty is an issue, obviously. The humanitarian crisis, which isn't just at the border, which stretches about 1,200 miles south of there, uh, is part of the issue. And then national security and uh, just all the programs and all the things that these people want when they get here, which we mm-hmm. can't afford. Can't sustain. <clears throat> so there's so many different levels here. The one for me as a Christian, and obviously you, Fred, and, and Anita and your girls are very active in the pro-life community. This is a pro-life argument because of what's happening to people down there. Mm-hmm. Set aside... Uh, the felons and the terrible people and the cartel people and the terrorists. The vast majority of them are people that are coming here because they just want a better life, which I understand. Yep. But we still have a nation of laws, and we baited the trap. Biden administration baited the trap. Mm-hmm. And so they're the blame for all the humanitarian crisis that's going on 100%. There. It's they, all they on own them. It. It's at their feet. And they act like, Fred, they care about people. I say this so regularly. They don't. But that's, They don't care about that, people. That you could extrapolate that to most every liberal policy. <laughs> yes, I mean, and indeed. you really can. There is a, a knee-jerk, a feel-good thing that, oh, we need to do this. But what they do is all short-sighted, and it doesn't address the bigger problem. Trans, uh, transgender, uh, gender-affirming care, yep. right? we got to just do – no, that's not helping. When you're setting up somebody to be a lifelong patient, you're not helping them. Tell them the truth that that's you right. cannot change your sex. Tell them the truth. It's hard to hear. It's not the easy thing to no. do. But it's the right thing to do. And just deal – I mean, have empathy. Care mm-hmm. for people. We all care for people. Yeah. And I feel, oh, my gosh, so bad for people that are going through this. And the families. Oh. But – that's horrendous. But to just pretend that you can do that is not the solution. And they don't ever talk about it. They're the same thing with this on the life issue on abortion. Like you went in and got a filling at the dentist and then it's all over. No, 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 no. That's not yeah. the deal. Yeah. On the other side of gender transition, whether you're starting with hormone blockers and therapy or you're going through actual sex reassignment surgery, it is a train wreck on the other yeah. side of that. But again, they don't care. They have an ideology. They have a narrative. They don't care what the facts are. They don't care about the human cost. They just take their position as woke people, and that's it. And they're the ones that are in the righteous position in their minds, and we're the bigots and transphobes and homophobes right. and racists and everything right. else. And, it's, and that's the narrative. It's been the narrative. And I'm telling you, Steve, until people in positions of power stand up to that mm-hmm. and push back on that and say, no, I am not a racist, a bigot, a homophobe, a transphobe, any other phobe, Islamophobe. We love people. And sometimes you have to do the hard thing right. and and not just say yes to everything because that's not love. No. It's, as a matter of fact, if that's your parenting style, Fred, you're a terrible parent. If you just say yes to everything, yeah, <laughs> Correct. absolutely. And, yeah. and because your kids oftentimes don't know any better. And, and again, we, we say no to all that, just like the Target. The, but the problem with Target or Walmart, which I just put out there this morning, whatever, is that they, they have chosen an ideology and, to, and try to position themselves from a woke ideology, which they think makes them look good. Mm-hmm. They don't care about the kids that they're leading astray. They don't. And there's so much confusion, and, there's, and it's, it's a social contagion at this point. So there's all of that. But again, with the border, what can Congress do? And obviously, we have a presidential election next year. I oh, mean, yeah. this is for all the marbles next year. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Well, they have, I mean, f- first things first, even Ronald Reagan, my hero, missed on this one, probably the 
only thing I can think of that he really missed is that he negotiated with Congress to get certain things done before he, he you know, did the, secured the border. Yeah. Secure the border. First. Period. Yeah. That's it. That's what Congress can do. They can finish funding the wall and close the border. Now that it's closed, we know who's coming in. We get to say yes or no. And there can be work permits. Sure. I think a lot of this, I think a lot of the illegal immigration itself is people coming in just wanting to work. And in a lot of cases, we need those workers. So figure out a, a legal way for them to come across and, and have work permits. But don't take our services. Don't become citizens and all that. I think that's the win for everyone. Oh, sure. So there's solutions, but we have to close the border. That, that's it. Oh, yeah. No no doubt about it. And the interesting thing on that, and then we'll move on, on, the other, in the, on when we get to the next segment because they're up against the break. The other thing about that is the people that have come here legally are really torked off about this. Oh, heck yeah. Because they went that's through Hispanics all that are, mess. Hispanics are uh, increasingly yes. voting more and more Republican. That's right. And in, and in Florida, I think it's maybe flipped over to, yep. to where it's a majority because that they get it. They yeah, they stood in line. That's right. They did the right thing. They took the citizenship test, and they resent the people that are going around that, uh, as we all should. Close the border, secure the border, finish building the wall. We're Fred Von Cannon. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, the Steve Noble Show, here with my good friend Fred Von Cannon, who's also my brother in Christ. Uh, incredible guy and businessman, love for the country, and even more incredible wife, great daughters. Right. right. <laughs> uh, and this is a family affair. I mean, yeah. uh, Anita and the girls have been involved every step of the way uh, with what you guys have been involved in. And one of the things I love about the Von Cannon family and the website, by the way, you can just go to fredvoncannon.com, V-O-N-C-A-N-O-N, fredvoncannon.com to find out about the uh, campaign to volunteer, to donate, to be a, a supporter there. But uh, the thing I love about you guys ever since we met years ago, Fred, is that you guys are doers. Uh, I used to be a member of the Council for National Policy, which was kind of the epicenter of the religious right. And one of their little phrases was where the doers and the donors get together. <laughs> so I was a doer, and then I met donors. Uh, rarely do you meet a person that's both yeah. <laughs> and that's you guys i mean obviously you put your money where your mouth is but you guys are workers way more than that uh and you get involved and you don't just sit on the sidelines you do things and that's what we need we need serious people involved here uh and that's a whole package program because the girls have been right there with you not out knocking doors and being involved with everything oh, yeah. all along the way yeah uh and I'm, I'm excited for people to see your first uh campaign commercial your ad but nobody's going to see that till tonight at uh, prime barbecue by the way if you still want to come out and join us i'm there uh, Fred kindly asked me to be the MC, which uh, just shows you that he's, he's willing to take a risk. Uh, so you can risk come taker. out 6 or 6.30 at Prime Barbecue in Nightdale. You can register on site. It's going to be a great crowd and inspiring and a great way to uh, get our summer kicked off uh, by doing something that's good for your neighbor, for the nation, and for yourself. And your posterity. Our kids are part of this deal as well. So you can come out tonight, 6, six o'clock roughly at Prime Barbecue in Nightdale, which will be great food with our buddy uh, Christopher Prieto but for Fred's announcement. <clears throat> so we were talking about uh, the border, obviously. The economy's a train wreck, and you mentioned this, uh, like Vivek said, that, hey, we can, we can grow our way out of it. No, you can't. Uh, that's only one side that's of the ledger. Of that's part of it. We need to grow, obviously. But we also need to get serious about the money that we're spending. Uh, we're train wrecking your daughter's future and their kid's future yeah. if they become parents. Yeah. Uh, and that's on us. I mean, we have to do something about yeah. that. Yeah, th th this it, we're setting ourselves up to be the first generation to leave this country in worse shape than we found it. I mean, what a awful, oh, awful legacy, right? 
I mean, we're saddling our kids and grandkids. I have five kids and uh, eighth grandkid on the way. And so, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking. I think mm-hmm. that's, you know, I, the people that I've talked to that are in Congress that are like my age and that that's what that's what aches their heart. And yeah. I totally get it. Like, you know, if we're the ones spending and overspending and, and the debt comes due to us, though, what are you going to say? I mean, right. But now how, how can you with in good faith, good conscience pass on trillions of debt, arguably unsustainable and can't get out of it debt to them it's i I, that's not how it's supposed to be you're supposed Mm -hmm. to leave things better than you found them and so vivek's half right we can grow this economy Mm -hmm. we need to get our energy uh production you know we need to be doing the energy here trump got that right 100 percent. drill now drill now and everywhere and just be an energy uh, provider for ourselves Mm -hmm. from a national security standpoint and from yeah, and that's and good for the world, a, too. Net exporter. I mean, who do you want to deal with, Russia and China, or you want to deal with us? Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So there's, you know, we, we need to grow our economy. We can grow our economy. That's, that's, how, that's you know, how we've grown sure. for hundreds of years. But the reality is we have to stop this addiction to spending. And, and if we don't do that, you can't grow yourself out of this. Is the, are they all just afraid of, because with your own business success, I mean, you've got a bottom line to answer to. So you can only you can only screw up for so long. Yeah. Uh, but for Congress and for the president of the United States, I just think they are unwilling to risk anything politically in order to tell the American people the truth. Hundred percent. They never talk about unfunded liabilities, 100 plus trillion in the next 50 to 75 years. They never talk about it. That's right. Because they're spineless and they're only worried about, well, next year, the next election. There are no votes in talking about it, but there's votes in spending money now for the right. people that will vote for you. It's the most short sighted thing. And it's the if there is a flaw in our system of government, that's it, is that, you know, when you've got people in Congress that can be reelected by by being that short sighted, mm-hmm. then then again, the only way out. The only way out is to find enough people that will go to Washington, not just in Congress, in the Senate, in the White House, yeah. in wherever. We have to replace these grifters and career politicians that are there to serve themselves with serious people, with serious solutions that are willing to stand yeah. and pay a price for that solution. We talked about it, um, you know, being anything that we do, we're now called a racist and a homophobic. Right, you know? right. So, I mean, there's nobody wants that. No, nobody wants. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you know you're not, you still don't want to hear it. No. And so people self-censor. People stop. People just like, OK, fine. Just let it go. Let it go. And what happens is the left just continues to just take ground. And we look up one day and we're in where we are. Yeah. And we are we are heading down a down a hill. I'm the eternal optimist. I think that we can get this stopped and eventually turn around. It's not going to be easy. It's no. not, not going to be quick. It's not going to be quick. But it's also not going to happen if we don't send principled people That's right. to D.C. who are willing and who understand the problem and understand the solutions and are willing to, to your point, to take a long term view and pay the price for that. Because there will be a price for that, unfortunately, because people are short sighted. Yeah, I think if you even even if you got like the, cons- the, the, the conservative caucus in the House and they just started doing press conferences saying we're going to tell you the truth. We're going to talk about where we're at right now. We're going to talk about where where our kids and grandkids are going to be in 50 to 75 years. We're going to talk about unfunded liabilities. And then the question for all of us in America, the voting population right now, is do we give a rip at all about our kids and our grandkids? Yeah. Uh, right now, we're acting like we don't. We right. say we do. I'm going to give an example of that tonight in my remarks. Of uh, I'm going to take our national picture, and I'm going to 
take off a bunch of zeros. I'm going to divide it by about, I think, 400000 I think, just to bring it down to, okay, you're making 85000 a year, oh, but you're spending 120000 Wait, what? Oops. A- and what do you do with that? Well, we're going to put it on a credit card. Well, we've already got like three quarters of a million on our credit card making eighty five. You know, what do you do? Right. Well, we pass a bill to put it on, you know, to, to raise the credit limit. Right. Like, what the what Yeah, what are you thinking? World? Right. They're not thinking. It's all again. Well, if they are thinking, then it is to... Uh, how to how to how do they uh, benefit? From right. It? I mean, it's that's especially really it in the House, especially them. Every two years, yeah, they're afraid to face the voters with the truth. That's right. We need truth tellers and serious people up there like yourself, which is why you're here. Uh, and 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 forget the glitz and the glam and the pundits and the personalities, the grifters, as you said, the posers. Uh, I only want to vote for people that are willing to tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. If you come in and just try to scratch my back, you. you First of all, this is a deeply moral situation. We're, we're incredibly immoral in what we're doing to our future generations. And I, and I say generations because it's not just one. It's multiple. Agree. Agree. Uh, and I think a growing number of Americans, if they knew the truth, would appreciate people like yourself, Fred, that would say, okay, I, I'm going to tell you the truth. You're not going to like it. Yeah. And we're going to have to change our lifestyle in order to benefit our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. The question is, who do you love more, them or yourself? That's really what it comes down to. That's it. That's you. And so serving yourself or serving others. Right. Again, Hello. back to my kind of main, you know, main point. And we've got too many people up there that are looking to get rich, to get the power, to get on TV, to get whatever, to yeah. get the attention. Yeah. And they don't have any perspective at all of sacrifice, which honestly, I think the intention of the founding fathers to go up there as a citizen legislator mm-hmm. to kind of give up your job and to yeah. go and do this. It's going to cost you money. It has to cost you. It should, yeah. I think. Yeah. And so and when it does, then I think that just puts the perspective in the right place. Like, is, should this be about me or should this be about mm-hmm. the United States of America? What oath did you take? Did you take the same <laughs> right. one that I've taken in the military? <laughs> right. And I hope to take in January of 25? Right. That one doesn't talk about serving yourself. Mm-hmm. It talks about protecting you know, our Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And and when you get the perspective in your head of how you're what the job is, there's just too many people up there with the um, with the complete wrong yeah. intention and yeah. perspective on things. That's why I love we, we have a, a mutual friend with Dan Bishop and he, he's one of the oh, few guys up oh, there. Gosh. And this happened right when they're doing the debt ceiling yeah. debacle last week. That he'll come out and he'll stand in front of a, con- a camera and he'll get in front of a mic and he'll tell you the truth. Exactly. There's but, only a hand. I mean, him and Byron Daniels and 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 Chip Roy. There's there's a handful yep. of them up there. Dan's one of my favorites. Um, and, and and that just exactly like you're saying. What what do they have to gain by lying? Right. They're not the ones up there grifting. That's right. They're just not. They're up there to tell the truth. And uh, I, I, that's that's what I want to do. Yeah, and and that's and I think more and more people are craving that, especially I right agree. now because the things are so bad in the I nation. Agree. We know there's a, the, we're not going to be on an upswing here yet. There's a recession coming, uh-huh. and and people are going to wake up to this stuff. It it, it 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 has to get really bad to wake your average person up. But if yeah. you can see them wake up, wake up, truly get woke, and then you can tell them the truth mm-hmm. and say, okay, this is this is a twenty, thirty, forty year mission. Mm-hmm. This isn't going to. This is like us going into World War II. This is going to be over in a night. I mean, what they've been doing to our kids has been for two generations. Right. Oh, yeah. How long do you think it's going to take us to turn this around? It's not going to be – there's no politician that you should uh, think is going to fix it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the other thing, too. Right. You've got to have people, not just one person. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying who, we elect, who we elect as president is not important because it absolutely Super is. Super important. But, but who we elect – the president is not going to fix it. That's right. But uh, he can go along – he can – 
you get Joe Biden talking about career politicians. He's been in Washington <laughs> fifty years. He, he since he was twenty eight years yeah, old or yeah. something. He got elected to the Senate. I think he's he never had a job. Him and Bernie Sanders have right. never had a job. And I think they all bumped into Fauci on the way into D.C. because <laughs> he was up there for about fifty years as well. These are career politicians. The last thing we need, we need serious candidates, which is why Fred Von Cannon is here. We got one more segment. Uh, FredVonCannon.com is the website. Big old section of North Carolina District Two, District One, congressionally. We'll pick it up there. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, The Steve Noble Show. Great to be with you here in the house with Fred Von Cannon today, who is uh, officially tonight at Prime Barbecue in Nightdale. So if you're in the Triangle area, and, and first of all, you need to meet Fred. Second of all, if you haven't met me, you need to meet me, but you especially need to meet Fred tonight. Third, and maybe even more important, you got to have Prime. I mean, let's just give credit where credit is due. Uh, Prime Barbecue out in Nightdale is oh, where, Greg, uh, where uh, Fred is doing his official announcement, running for Congress, which is uh, typically District 1, which is enormous. It's just mm-hmm. like it's like the upper third, uh, up, upper northeastern quadrant mm-hmm. of all of North Carolina, which will be fun. A lot of miles. I love driving. But, man, those those are the salt of the earth uh, folks. They're not city folks. Uh, they're more exactly. rural. Yeah. And, uh, and, 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 and they... You'll run into Democrats out there, and you know this already, that are like the old school Democrats. They're Southern Democrats, which means they're really kind of conservatives. Mm -hmm. Uh, But those conversations are great. We're excited about all that. You can still come out and join us at Prime Barbecue this evening around 6 o'clock in Nightdale. Uh, FredVonCannon.com is the website. FredVonCannon, V-O-N-C-A-N-O-N, FredVonCannon.com. but we got to go through a primary. I wish I wish you didn't have to go through a primary, but we go through primaries. I'm a fan of primaries. Oh, me too. You are. I'm, that's why I like it, the presidential primary. I, I was Bring like, it. I want Godzilla and King Kong and all the rest of them. Yeah. Get Mothra in there. Get them all in there. <laughs> I, I want because that's the way we get to the best candidate. That's right. That, that's right. Whether it's presidential, gubernatorial, obviously that's going to be a battle. Yeah. Um, attorney general. Um, in our state, there's going to be, um, and with redistricting, you're going to get uh, several districts that are going to flip back. And so the Republican primary will be in some yeah. of these uh, districts, the race. There's going to be, uh, that's, we should pay way more attention to primaries mm-hmm. than we do. Oh, man. So many people Turnout's don't, don't horrible. yeah, they don't even care about that. No. They just vote at the general and they vote however somebody it's tells part them. part of the problem. It is. They're not, they don't get engaged. Now, I think. You know, as as more and more pain uh, comes from this economy, more and more people hopefully will be paying attention. Yep. That might be one of the good side effects of this. But uh, yeah, I, I love the primary process. I, I love everything about it, honestly. Yeah, and, I want the best Republican, not yeah. just a Republican. Oh, yeah. There's there's. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Th- there's Republicans that we really shouldn't be voting for. Yeah, that's uh, right. People just having an R by their name isn't enough. Um, they need to be we need to elect um, conservatives. We need to elect principled conservatives. True conservatives. And so that's what our primary process should be about. Uh, conservatives that can win the general. Well, you got a bunch of dirty words at the bottom of your homepage, by the way. FredVonCannon.com. Well, uh, you have conservative. Mm. Well, I mean, like it's right there in all caps, like you're yelling it at me. Nice. Conservative, constitutionalist, Christian. Oh, man, Fred. Wow. And then maybe the maybe the pièce de résistance, capitalist yeah. as well. I mean, no, that's just Isn't some dirty language Isn't it crazy that there. in 2023 <laughs> that we would have to distinguish ourselves as capitalists yes. over Isn't socialist? It? Yeah. It's I mean, really amazing. It is, it is amazing. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> Did you ever think, because you grew up dirt poor, did you ever think back then, one day I'm going to be a successful entrepreneur? 
You know, I'm going to ask my brother David about this tonight because I think that he uh, would remember this. I think that uh, back a long time ago, and I don't know how old he'll, he's got a better memory than I do. Um, um, I think that I talked about it was I don't know where this came from. It's, I haven't thought about this in years and years <laughs> until you just asked. But I thought, uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to work. I'm going to get a business. I'm going to you know retire. Then I'm going to uh, play on the senior golf tour oh, and for a little while, and then nice. I'm going to go to Congress. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I have had it in the back of my head for, well, for a long time. But you do have one of those names yes. as well. That uh, Von Cannon is just a great name. But but growing up poor, yeah. serving in the military. Becoming a successful entrepreneur, how, do, how does all that show up when Congressman Von Cannon goes to D.C. in January of 2025? You know, I, I, don't, I don't claim to be, you know, unique in this, but I think I'm relatively unique in that I think that I have the uh, a, as, as varied and wide a life uh, right. experiences and relatability to everyone. I, I have I, I am perfectly comfortable talking to the 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 dirt farmer, the, yeah. the livestock farmer helping, you know, pull a calf or, 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 you know, bush hog or whatever that I love that that's comfortable to me. I can have that conversation. I can also turn right around and talk to a, you know, a, a fortune 500 CEO yeah. on a several million dollar deal on the, on the company that we own. So I, I don't have, and, and, you know, so I don't just live in one lane. I've, I'm very comfortable across those. I mean, for the first 20 years, first third of my life, um, I literally had nothing. And now for the last, you know, 10 or so years, we've been very, very, very blessed. And then everything in between yeah. in the middle. So I, I think it's, again, not completely unique, but God has blessed me. And I say blessed, even though we grew up in a way that I wouldn't wish on anybody. But mm -hmm. I think that in, you know, it's what you do with it. And, and I, I feel very blessed. I feel blessed and I've always felt blessed. I've never felt like a victim. I've always felt like in this country of all countries, yeah. the, the land of opportunity. I'm living the American dream. I really am. You are. To go from, you know, again, literally nothing, having, you know, one pair of clothes to wear to school every day. And, and in the winter, we s slept in our clothes because it was cold upstairs because mm -hmm. we didn't have heat. So, like, to go from that to now, you know, I've got clothes. Yeah. You know, that's good. That's, that's progress. And when you but talk like, to people that are on the lower end of the socioeconomic scale i can relate you can relate and it's not just a politician it's not patronizing i've been at there. all I've, I've been there yeah i've been there and there's nothing by the way uh there's i'm not any better than they are now and and they weren't mm -hmm. they aren't any, you know i mean people are people and god created us all right. in his image um fearfully and wonderfully made right? right and Amen. so so in that regard i i just love people and i don't um i see people look down on poor people, look down on, on people that work with their hands and, and right, take a, yeah. take a shower after work instead of before work. Mm, what, that's, a, what a great point. That's, you know, that's, I don't understand that. You know, I, I, well, they built the roads and they built the houses and they built the fields and they built the infrastructure. They built the country. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think, and especially for younger people, we've lost that appreciation for the trades and for a humble lifestyle. Yeah. And, and that's what, you know, in first Timothy chapter two, pray for those in authority over. So what? So that you can live a quiet and peaceful life. There, and, yeah. and man, there's something about that, that, that we're missing. And, and, and we've lost this dignity of work. Mm. Uh, people think work is beneath them and certain things are, but no, like just yeah. work, do the work, you know, it'll pay off, do the work. That's right. And, um, and that's, that's how I am. I'm, I'm, I'm not allergic to work. I, what the military teach you? 
Um, it's funny. Uh, we grew up in a very disciplined household, I'll just say. Uh, so the discipline was actually kind of funny. <laughs> um, and even the physical part Perspective of it. Perspective again. Yeah, the physical part of it. I, I had no problem with either of those because just the way we grew up. But uh, the first time, um, th- th- you'll get a kick out of this. I, I just, we had no culture of where I grew I mean, we just grew up so remote and so poor. The first time I ever in boot camp um, on Christmas Day, we got about a 15-minute break, you know, and on, and everybody got around and they were singing songs and they started singing My Girl. I thought that sounds like a cool song. I had never heard it wow. in my life, right? Wow. So just like first time I'd ever seen people of different uh, nationalities. Wow. Um, and so it was like it was just eye-opening. I think it was more of that than than you know. I think most people when they go to boot camp, it's the discipline and it's the exercise and all that. And that for me came easy because <laughs> of how we grew up. We, that we, was a very cultured place yeah. for you, boot camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And then and then your faith. And we just got about a couple minutes left. Well, I mean, everyone has a religion, even the people that claim not to. Mm-hmm. Everyone right. has. Let me put it a different way. Everyone has something or someone that they worship. That's There's sure. somebody on everybody's throne. Maybe that's the way to yeah. say it. Yep. And for me, it is Jesus. It is God. Right. And and that's it. That's my North Star. That's what guides everything. And for the people that think that, you know, you can't be you shouldn't be a Christian and take your Christianity to, to um, you know, to the <laughs> office. Yeah, that's crazy because crazy. It, it, for no other reason, um, our religion teaches us to, uh, you know, p- place others above yourself. That's right. right. That's right. Servant and, leadership. And and so that's what we need here. So, you know, even if if they didn't like the fact that I was a Christian, they should like yeah. that part. Right. Yeah. And so so that's it. That That's what guides us. That's what, um, you know, that that. You know, Anita and I are are very equally yoked there. Christopher and I at yeah. the restaurant, yep. like you know, it's that's that's how I think that we're supposed to be. And um, well, so we we live in a world of shifting north stars. North yeah. stars come and they go. And this one doesn't shift. This one doesn't shift. It and doesn't God's shift. way works every time it's tried. Uh, not always immediately, but it works every time it's tried. And for us, whether we're talking about running a business, me as a teacher, you as a congressman, uh, we look at people. And value them with an inestimable value. Mm-hmm. And and that drives how we interact with everybody. Yeah. I don't see you as Republican, Democrat, rich, poor, black, white, whatever. I see you as somebody made in the image of God that has inestimable worth, and that drives everything. That's it. Well, I'm going to flip it and ask you one. Sure. So this, uh, school choice is obviously part of the solution oh, on education. What do you, how's, <clears throat> no, how's Noble U going? Noble U is going great. We're uh, already past registrations from last year, so I had 160 last year. We're at 170 right now, and it's only the beginning of June. So I'm praying for more than 200. It's actually turning into a school in and of itself. That's it. Uh, but it's great. But that's and what we need. We need. We need. That's right. People learn differently, and we that's need right. competing. We need the marketplace to get involved. That's if right. We, if the marketplace got involved in education and healthcare, those two could be fixed overnight. Oh, sure. But the fact that the government is doing everything, the more the government gets out of anything, thank but you. Those two in particular. That's right. You know, the more the government gets out. And, and and lets people compete, mm-hmm. the more that we're going to have good solutions. Well, as conservatives, back to our Christian values, we actually believe in people. Mm-hmm. We don't believe in power, right. higher power, but not power power. We believe in people. Uh, and to unleash the reality of what God has placed in every single individual made in his image is what's best for the country. And I know that's what you're all about. Fred Von Cannon, always great to have you in. Thank you, Steve. We will uh, pray for you. We'll support you. We'll volunteer. People can get involved. It's District 1. We'll see what number it has in about six or eight months. 
a huge part of northeastern North Carolina, so odds are a lot of you listening are a part of Fred's district. FredVonCannon.com is the website. FredVonCannon.com. You can still come join us this evening, tonight at Prime Barbecue in Nightdale starting around 6 o'clock. Fred, always great to have you in. We'll do it again. All you have to do is ask. All right. So Thank remember you. that. You're welcome. This is Steve Noble on the Steve Noble Show. God willing, I'll talk to you again real soon. And like my dad always used to say, ever forward. Another program powered by the Truth Network.